Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the OK Vibes podcast. Tis I, your host, Justine Monique, back at you with another blog post to go over today. And I first want to say, in case any of you were like, what the hell, Justine? I know you post weekly and we were expecting an episode last week and (laughs) we went to check. You even posted about it on your socials and yet that shit disappeared. So it looked like only a few of you had actually had the opportunity to listen to that episode. And I do want to apologize for pulling it down because I have been regular as fuck with um, providing you with a new episode every week. However, due to an issue on the back end, as far as uh, the recording process, because I had an actual guest on that show, and a lot of you may be aware, and um, a decision was made to pull the show. So that's what I did. Well, not the show, but the episode. So out of respect for my guest and their feelings and perspective and wanting to honor that, I decided to pull it. So unfortunately, there will not be that episode probably will never air. It was actually originally scheduled as a two-parter, but hopefully that guest will be able to make some time soon so that we can re-record and y'all can hear the awesomeness of that particular guest. I'm not going to say who it is. I don't want to spoil it. (laughs) Some of you may already know, but for those of you that don't know, it's just going to be an awesome ass surprise. So I do apologize for that. And hopefully again, you know, um, that won't ever happen again. And I just know going forward, perhaps to do additional checks and balances when it comes to recording audio with others. But that was a first time situation. And I did not have um, any episodes outside of the two parter I recorded with this particular guest to schedule, unfortunately. So just had to have no podcast guys. So sorry about that. Hopefully that will not happen again. And we're just going to move on. We're going to keep it moving and pushing like we do. So I do want to acknowledge the fact that this month, the month of May, is Mental Health Awareness Month. So in the spirit of that, I do want to touch on something that greatly affected my mental health that I posted about in 2017. And then I would like to get into some like mental health you know, tips and things like that, because it is important. And I know it's been a huge topic about mental health. And I'm so thankful that it is a huge topic. And it's at the forefront, because you could be in great physical shape. And your mental is shit. So, you know, we should be aiming to try to achieve as much as we can having that universal wellness within ourselves. I find that extremely important. So, Yeah. Happy Mental Health Awareness Month, especially if you have or are currently going through any mental health issues. I encourage you to definitely seek out some sources to get some help. And I'll also be sure to provide that information at the end of the show. But before we get too into it, I also want to say just as a little teaser (laughs) over Mother's Day weekend, uh, I'm sure all of you are aware that I am a mom, a mama too. I actually now have two 18 year olds. My kids are like less than a year apart. So if you're like, wait, what? Isn't that twins? No, they're not. They're Irish twins. (laughs) Not traditional twins in the sense that you may know. So uh, yeah, I'm officially the mom of two adults and I'm like, damn, 
I'm really fucking old. <laughs> I now have two adult kids. Just kind of blows my mind thinking about it still. But yeah, so I had quite the lovely Mother's Day weekend. If anything, it was the best Mother's Day weekend I ever had. Because um, leading up to it, I celebrated my youngest um, 18th birthday. That is JJ, uh, aka Sign Time, who has been on the show a few times before. Hopefully, I can get him back on soon and we can chat it up. Um, and then we, I went into uh, having a nice uh, Mother's Day uh, getaway, but we'll talk about that in another episode. <laughs> Maybe the next episode I will talk about that trip, because uh, I did go to NYC, and it's been a while since I've been to NYC, so I will share that story with y'all, because it started off a little rocky, <laughs> but we made it, baby, and still had a great time. So anyway, let us go ahead and get into the blog post at hand, which is titled, When It's Over, It's Over, published on August 13th, 2017 on the OK Vibes blog. When it's over, it's over. For damn near all of my life, I've had to struggle with one of my parents, struggled to get them to accept me love me unconditionally, and to make an honest effort at having a healthy relationship with me. Why is it on the child to do the changing, to overlook the dysfunction of one's parental unit? Why isn't the parent asked to let it go? Sorry if that frozen song invaded your forelobe. And reach out to make amends. Family members on each side have witnessed and testified to the emotional damage that took place during my childhood and early adulthood. Yet, I'm still being told that I need to make things right. Here's an olive branch. Have at it. How can you make something right that's built on the wrong foundation? After attending five therapy sessions at the top of this year, I realized it was time to let it go. It was time to end the clammy relationship I'd been holding together with dollar store office tape. It wasn't serving my kids and me anymore. The straw that broke the llama's back was when said parent verbally abused one of my spawn out of spite and had no intention of taking responsibility or being remorseful. Fucking with me is one thing. Going after the fruit of my loins is another. Some people's mission or purpose in life is to break negative family cycles. I'm convinced that's my role, seeing as I've finally done it after 30 plus years. The parent in question has been emotionally, verbally, and physically abusive to many loved ones without much repercussion. I don't completely understand why, though I suspect it's from an undisclosed childhood trauma and or mental illness. I also don't know why their other victims have allowed such disdainful treatment to continue for decades amongst themselves. Perhaps their love and admiration are that strong. Love should never hurt. So, as you may have gathered, clearly I have uh, issues, okay? <laughs> like y'all didn't know that already, okay? If you've been listening consistently, you're probably not surprised about that. If you've known me personally for a while, you're not surprised about that. Even if you haven't known me for a while and somehow it's just come up, you shouldn't be alarmed at this particular situation. So since that time of the blog post, um, this particular parent, I did actually um, pretty much, I had cut ties with for about four years 
And then eventually, because said parent continually, uh, excuse me, continually was making attempts to seem to want to reach out, I'd had decided, all right, well, let me see. Maybe they're remorseful. Maybe they've changed their fucking ways. Maybe they actually are going to consider my feelings, <laughs> act like they really give a damn, you know? So I said, let me see. Everybody deserves another chance, even though, honestly, for this person, it's like the 22nd chance, but who's counting? So... Um, you know, we tried and seemed like it was all right. And, you know, once again, I feel like I just got burned. You know, it's like I did not remember what happens when you play with fire. So, you know, it's been I don't even know how long now since the last time it's just been seemed mutually that it was just like, you know what, <laughs> we are not improving each other's lives. So let's just be done. Like, let's not attempt anything. And with this particular relationship, um, it does affect my kids directly because they're grandparent. Um, you know, I'm the type of person that unless you're just totally fucked up out here, like you're just really a piece of shit. I'm not going to say, all right, don't deal with my kids at all in this situation. I don't feel like because I have a problem with somebody that it should have to trickle down to the kids if kids are involved. Um, so, you know, in this instance, I'm, t you know, I've told my kids, Hey, if you still want to have a relationship with this grandparent, go for it. But don't, you know, I don't really want to know what's going on with them. I don't want to be involved. Like y'all are old enough now to where if you want to communicate with them on your own, you could do it. You know, you have your own phones and shit. So there's no reason for me to have to know shit <laughs> basically, because, you know, I get to a point that when I'm really just done with a person, I'm done. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't wish you any ill harm. But just stay away from me, you know, stay away from me. Leave me alone. Don't, you know, try to come around and, you know, act like it's all good after a while because you're missing me or having regrets and shit like that. Because, you know, I, I just want you to keep that same energy. That's the kind of time I'm on, you know, especially if I've given it multiple chances for the situation to get better and you still want some other shit. Yeah, just keep it moving. I don't have time for that. And uh, speaking of that, people just not moving the fuck on or thinking that you forgot about some shit they did. If y'all have listened to the friend zone drama episode, and if you haven't, I highly, highly encourage you to go listen to it. I don't remember which number that particular episode is, but it's called friend zone drama. And in that particular episode, I discussed a ex friend of mine who basically tricked me into going out on a date and I had to end the friendship because this person just wasn't getting that. I wasn't feeling them like that and just not respecting me. And I was just fucking done. So recently, this fucking individual had the entire nerve to reach out to me um, through my blog act. Well, through one of my other websites, not just um, my blog, but I have like another somewhat of a blog situation and they reached out to me through that and I thought that was really weird because it was almost like they totally forgot about why I stopped fucking with them even though to me I made it pretty clear that I did not ever want to fuck with them again so I don't know if in their mind they were like oh some years pass you know she'll forget and <laughs> we can maybe pick right back off where we left off no 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 that's not how I fucking work. If I say I'm fucking done with you, I've even went to the lengths of blocking your number, blocking you on socials, then yeah, bitch, I am done with you. I need you to understand that I am done, da-dun-dun-dun, D-O-N-E, that's it. So I even told this person, because <laughs> I, I had to sit on it for like a couple days, because initially it's like, oh, should I be fucking petty? Should I say some shit? Or should I just ignore the email? 
So I said, no, no, I can't ignore the email because this person might continually contact me. And we do have someone that uh, we have in common, somebody that we both know. So in my mind, too, I'm thinking, well, shit, if I don't respond, they might reach out to that person and try to get that person to pass on a message to me. I don't want that. I don't want anybody involved in this shit, you know, because at the end of the day, this shit is between me and that person. Nobody else needs to get involved. So I decided to just respond and say, hey, um, <laughs> find it very interesting that you're reaching out to me right now, considering how things ended. I don't know if you forgot, but I actually did a whole podcast episode about it and I put the link in there. <laughs> I said, you know, uh, feel free to listen. And then if you really want to talk, you know, you still want to try to patch things up or whatever the fuck this is, you want to keep talking, then uh, let me know after you listen to this episode. And guess what, y'all? Crickets. <laughs> Haven't heard shit. That was maybe three weeks ago, maybe a month ago. It was some time ago. So, yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, don't fucking come around trying to act like it's all good in the hood when it's not. Bitch, I have not forgotten. I'm not holding a grudge. It's just that if I have fully realized that you are only taking away from my life and not adding, you gots to fucking go. So that's the same thing with this parent. And the very stressful part about this is it's a parent, you know, so all the time, you know, is people on both sides of my family, my uh, both parents side of my family would be like, oh, you really need to like make this right. And but that's your parent, da, da, da. You really should. And yeah, we know they're like this and they behave this way. But at the end of the day, that's your parent. And it's like, here's the thing. I don't want to hear all that fucking shit. I don't give a fuck what you are to me when I have had people that are not even blood related to me treat me with a lot more respect actually see me actually embrace me actually give a fuck about how I feel and I'm not saying that you know how I feel and like my whole presence trumps everyone else's it's just the fact that you know especially being an adult now I'm not a little kid anymore Where's the fucking respect in that? I'm not some piece of shit out here in the world. Yeah, I've made my mistakes. We all have. This parent definitely fucking has. <laughs> so it's like, can we just get over the fucking past? Because that was always the biggest issue was this particular parent would continually throw up shit that I did in the past. And it's like, bro, that is not even relevant. You need to let that shit go and move on. I'm like, if I can forgive your bullshit and start anew with you, give you a clean slate, why am I not afforded the same? You know, so... I just got real tired of that and it just disrespectful behavior continually. Um, and it w had impacted my mental health a lot. I mean, again, this is stemming from childhood trauma. So just shit that went down as a kid and then like a good chunk of my adulthood thus far. And then finally, I just said, fuck it. I don't give a fuck <laughs> that you're my parent. You do not act like I am your child. I mean, I just feel like there's a certain level of communication and certain expected behavior that should come along when it comes to a parent-child relationship. And I don't believe just because somebody's a parent that they can just get away with, you know, unsavory behavior. I don't play that type of shit. You know, if you're wrong, you're fucking wrong. And that's another reason why I make it a point, even if I can't see it right in the moment, that if I realize maybe I've went too far or something with my kids, then I will apologize wholeheartedly because I don't want them growing up thinking that, you know, I'm not able to take accountability. And in that way, that teaches them that it's OK to take accountability. And it also teaches me like, hey, it, there is not a fucking thing 
wrong with saying, you know what, I made a bad mistake here, or maybe I misstepped over here. Maybe that wasn't the best choice of words. You know, we are fucking humans. You know, we're going to make mistakes. We don't have a manual on how to live our damn life. Like, yeah, there's theories. And for any of you that are real religious, you might have a book you follow or whatever. But the fact of the matter is we're all individuals and we all have individual experiences. We all are walking on our own customized path. So what works for one person may not work for the other or you know, one person might have to apply the same concepts a few times before it sticks. And some people, they could just do it with barely any effort one time and bam, you know, they're good to go. But just going back to the whole mental health situation, it's very draining. If you are someone, if you're someone that can relate to this, um, then I would like for you to reach out to me. (laughs) I would like to know, you know, how you've dealt with having a strained relationship with a parent and, you know, I, I would be interested to know. Um, but it could be very emotionally taxing on you as the child, you know, just having to, you know, because you want that relationship. At least I know for me, it was one of those things that became almost fantastical for me where I would just dream about having this great relationship with this person and, you know, really having that loving bonding situation that I would see a lot of my friends have, even strangers have like, damn, why can't I have that? And then after a while, I realized, you know what? Clearly, this just wasn't meant for me. This is not a part of my life journey. It's not for me to have that particular relationship with that person. And that's okay because there is no point in trying to maintain a connection with somebody when the connection is frayed. That connection's been broken, you know, and it takes two people at least, you know, to have a decent relationship with one another. And if I'm trying to do my fucking part and that other person isn't, what's the fucking point? You know, you just got to keep it moving and embrace all the genuine love you really do have. Because at the end of the day, I know people wear that saying out a lot, but it's true. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to wake up to yourself. You have to deal with yourself. You have to lay down with yourself and, you know, you can't sit here and live your life according to other people's expectations of you necessarily. You cannot sit here and feel like everything is your fucking fault when it comes to a relationship with someone. And hey, you know what? Let's be honest. Maybe maybe there are some things that happen between you and another person that you could have caused. But at some point, you're hopefully able to take a step back and say, all right, maybe I fucked up here. How can I try to, you know, make it right? But if you're in a situation where nobody's really trying to come together with that, mainly the accountability part, though, nobody's trying to be accountable for their part and shit. I mean, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, what can you do? And this doesn't even go just a parental relationship. This is any type of relationship, whether it's romantic, friend, colleague, whatever the fuck. Just any type of connection you have with somebody that you have to deal with on a regular basis. You know, if there's no respect there, if you don't feel valued, you don't feel seen, no fucking respect. I mean, I don't know how you can really truly have a healthy connection with anybody. And I've been said, you know, I just, I had to cut the cord. You got to cut the fucking cord because if the cord is strangling you more than it's helping you to pull yourself up, what the fuck is the point in having the cord period? Like, I, I just don't understand that. So I feel like at this point, because I realized all these things and I've really worked through those feelings that I'm good. I'm really good. And I feel like this is just a part of my life path And it's nothing that's going to make or break me. 
I mean, at one point I was allowing it to break me in certain ways because, again, I was stuck on this is how it should be and trying to make what I wanted happen instead of just accepting things for what they were a lot sooner. And not having this person in my life anymore has been better. <laughs> it's been a hell of a lot better. Um, you know, that period, that hiatus of four years where I walked away from them, my life was a lot more peaceful. And it seemed like once I allowed that person back in temporarily under what seemed, I'm going to say, were false pretenses on their part, you know, shit, once again, here I am dealing with the stress of having to engage with this fucking person, you know? So at the end of the day, I'll tell anybody, damn, here I go at the end of the day. I guess that's the phrase of the fucking episode <laughs> unintentionally. Um, you know, you just, you got to really think about yourself. You got to take care of your fucking self because you only have one self and you got to take care of it. So I want to move on from that and just point out NAMI. And if y'all aren't familiar with NAMI, that's N-A-M-I, that he's the National Alliance on Mental Illness. And of course, they have so many resources and I invite anybody, especially if you're going through something now, even if you're not going through something, just so you can have the knowledge, you can have the information um, for yourself in case you do end up, you know, going through like a mental, you know, brick wall or, you know, somebody who's struggling right now, visit the site. It is so rich with resources, um, just about like awareness resources, even suicide prevention all sorts of things. I think it's fantastic. Even um, they can break down about different types of mental health conditions for you, knowing the warning signs of certain types of mental illness. So I highly encourage people to check out the site. And also, um, which I'm sure a lot of you have social media. I mean, that's just the way of the world now. Check out the hashtag um, more than enough. That's M-O-R-E-T-H-A-N-E-N-O-U-G-H. So... That is a part of NAMI's uh, mental health awareness campaign. So I'm going to even read the little blurb from their website about it. So hashtag more than enough. This year, NAMI is celebrating Mental Health Awareness Month with the More Than Enough campaign. It's an opportunity for all of us to come together and remember the inherent value we each hold, no matter our diagnosis, appearance, socioeconomic status, background, or ability. We want every person out there to know that if all you did was wake up today, that's more than enough. No matter what, you are inherently worthy of more than enough life, love, and healing. Showing up just as you are for yourself and the people around you is more than enough. So I hope, like I said, if anybody's struggling or something right now, that that helps you out and to please visit NAMI.org just so you can know what they're all about and see what, you know, again, I mean, there might be some things that you weren't even aware of that you get a little educated on. There's nothing wrong with that. And to just reinforce the fact that just being a human living this life, you know, we're probably going to experience frayed connections with people might have to cut the cord on some people you know, I mean, that's just a part of it. And of course, that's going to affect you depending on how deep your love was for that person, you know, how deep that connection really went. 
So it's okay to like mourn a loss. It's okay to, you know, feel bothered about that. It's just about how to healthily process your emotions and everything and not let it get to you and not let yourself think that you aren't worthy of having love because you are. I'm telling you that straight up. That's something I had to realize, especially not having this parent in my life by choice, that I do have such a strong support system. I really do have a lot when it comes to the love, you know, and in a way it makes up for the love that I have been missing from that parent. So, you know, once again, it's also about just counting your wins and not just your losses and shit and knowing that, hey, if you did have some losses, did you learn something from it? Were you able to, you know, apply that shit and flip it into a win? Because, hey, you know, what's, what's the point of living if you don't learn some shit? You know, you're not growing, you're not evolving you know, building a stronger circle around you because you might need that. So, yeah, that that is pretty much a lot of what I wanted to get into. So I did also want to talk about um, if, again, not trying to assume for everybody, but as we can see, just looking at the damn news, there's just so much going on. There's, I mean, clearly with a lot of the gun violence going on, and I don't know if any, well, I know some of my listeners are foreign. <laughs> they are on, they are not in the USA. So you may not keep up with American news, but um, it's a lot of gun violence here. It's been a lot of mass shootings. It's just, it's been fucked up. So it seems like to me, and I don't know for sure, but I feel like a lot of these suspects, a lot of these um, guilty parties committing these acts are more than likely suffering from some type of mental health issue. And I guess their way of thinking to resolve it is just fucking take somebody else's life, which I'll tell anybody about some fucking bullshit. If you're going through something and please note what I'm about to say might be insensitive and it might be a little triggering, but I feel like I got, I'm going to just fucking say it. Um, I would much rather you just take your own damn life than take other people's lives that's not fucking right. Like, if you're going through something, you shouldn't have to feel like you can bring other people down with you, especially innocent people. You know, I can understand if it's somebody who, like, really, like, abused you or something. Not that I'm condoning going out here and murdering and stuff. Please note, I'm not doing that. I do believe in what I would like to call justified murder, but we're not, you know, going to get into all that right now. I just want to say, like, I don't think it's right if somebody's going out and decide they're just going to shoot up a fucking mall full of people because they're upset with the world right now. All of us, I would say, not all of us, but a lot of us are very upset with the fucking world right now. But we're not all out here going out, deciding that we're just gonna take out every fucking body. That's not, it's not how to fucking handle that shit. So I definitely don't co-sign that. But um, I already had said earlier at the top of the show that I did want to give some information so I don't want to get too stuck on the whole thing about the mass shooting thing. Because honestly, it really pisses me off <laughs> just with the lack of serious gun control in this country and how nothing's being fucking done. You know what? Fuck it. I am going to talk about it <laughs> now because now I'm like fired up. It's like I don't want to go all the way off about it because the thing is, what can I say that we haven't heard already? Right. But I know I'm just so over all the thoughts and prayers I'm just over it. Like, how many innocent people have to get fucking hurt? How many of these children have to have their lives taken away? Like, it's fucking sad that you you have to walk out. You don't have to think this way, of course, but I don't see how you can't think, damn, 
I, I can't even, I don't know if I should go to the fucking mall, the Target, or the movies, because shit, somebody might decide to shoot the fucking place up. Uh, I want to say about a month ago where I live, there was a shooting at the mall. I don't believe there were any casualties that I saw when I followed up on the story, but a lot of people got injured. But it's still, it's just, really? Like, that's what I have to worry about now when I step out. I just can't go and have, like, a little stroll at the fucking mall if I want to and window shop shit that I can't afford. Like, I can't even do that anymore. Because <laughs> I gotta worry about some fool deciding they're gonna just take me out because they can. It's fucking sad. It's fucking sad as a parent that I and other parents have to worry about sending our kids out into this world, especially sending them to school and fearing getting that fucking call, fearing getting that alert on your phone that some shit is going down. It's fucked up. I, I tell you, it disappoints me so much as a whole how this fucking country is. It's, it's just really, it hurts my soul. And I can only hope it gets better. But of course, as long as these fat cats in the back fucking nra and all these people have their agendas going they're never going to do anything about this gun control this shit's not going to fucking stop and i don't have any perfect solutions for it i know a lot of people like oh you can't just go take people's guns okay sure you can't but how much more are we going to sit by how how much do we have to be exposed to this fucking trauma this is not this is not right and i'm sure this also affects people's mental health as well just even thinking about damn could I get fucking shot the fuck dead today because of some unhinged person with a gun coming out in the open where I'm at? You know, will this happen to one of my loved ones? Ah, oh, man, it's fucked up. I'm sorry, y'all. I know usually I give you a little sunshine and stuff, but because of the nature of this episode, it's, I just, you know, it's not one of those I can jump up and down and really giggle with y'all types and, it is a serious situation. It's something that is important to me, especially because I have people in my family that have struggled with um, severe mental health issues. So it is a very important topic to me to discuss. And I do want to say um, that the NAMI helpline is available to you Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The number is one 800 950 6264. That's 1-800-950-6264. And you can also text them as well at 62640. You can text them at 62640. You can also chat with them online or probably on your phone. Just get on the browser at nami.org slash help, n-a-m-i.org slash help. And you can also email them at helpline at nami.org. That's H-E-L-P- L-I-N-E at N-A-M-I dot O-R-G. So that is it, y'all. And that's really that. That's all I have for this episode. I hope I didn't bring you down too much. But like I said, life isn't all about sunshine and rainbows. And I normally want to bring this to you so that it can lift your spirits up. But again, I just really felt like I needed to, I needed to have this episode. I needed to put this out here. I needed to just get into this because it's important. And I know a lot of people out here are fucking struggling mentally. And I just want to acknowledge that and say that I hear y'all and I see y'all and I hope that shit gets better for you. I really do because life shouldn't be about feeling fucking down and, and, you know, just forlorn all the time. God, you know, I hope that you're able to get some sunshine in your life soon. 
And just to veer away from that, I do want to say that if you have not already, you can go and pre-order the OK Vibes poetry book. It will be dropping in the ebook format on Juneteenth of this year. However, the paperback is already available. So get the paperback because I worked fucking hard on it, <laughs> putting that bad boy together. So I would appreciate it if you would support a somewhat maybe kind of sort of a little bit starving artist. It's on Amazon only. So check it out. I will drop a link in the show notes to the book order page. So yeah, support me. Anybody you know that loves poetry, get them a fucking poetry book. You know, they got a birthday coming up or something. You know, get them a little nice little poetry book. Hopefully it'll soothe their soul, make them laugh, make them feel good. Maybe it'll make them tingly because I got some sexy poems in there. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So anyway, yes. And please do, if you're not already, follow me on Twitter and or Instagram at Justine Monique. J-U-S-T-I-N-E-M-O-N-I-K-U-E and visit the OK Vibes blog located at okvibes.wordpress.com. Bye.